Welcome everyone, Be'ez HaShem, continuing Simon Kuf, Nun Gimel Siv, Vav, Shin, number 347, discussing Hilchus Be'ez HaKnesses, and here, Mechavah tells us, Moichim Be'ez HaKnesses, Mechin Shar Dvarin Shebekdusha, Vafilu Seyvetayra. So you're allowed to sell a shul, as well as other items of Dvarim Shebekdusha, the Bima, the Arun Kodesh, the Mitpachas, and even the Sefer Torah, which until now we had learned is the highest, is the zenith, is the top of items of Dvarim Shebekdusha, that you're not allowed to sell anything above that, unless you're not the Sefer Torah. Now we're saying you can even sell the Sefer Torah. For what purpose? So So people who are learning will have the financial capability of continuing to learn. And to enable orphans to get married. <coughs> orphans means that they don't have a parent or parents. And and now they're getting married. And who's going to take care of them? So we're saying that, that even though until now we said, no, you cannot sell these Dvormish Shebekdusha for such purposes, for anything else, only for going up in Kedusha. <laughs> We're saying the highest level of Kedusha is to enable people to learn and to help them get married. Says the As we say, the Gemara tells us, we only sell a Sevetaira only for the purpose of learning Taira. Mashmel Dililmoi Taira is Motor. Afil Limkar Sevetaira. Brings from Chuas Harosh that he elaborates on this point that to sell a Sevetaira to enable people to learn Taira is permissible. And this, he says, is a rebuke, a Taichacha, an open rebuke for those people who are lax in strengthening and supporting the Torah in their cities. And they don't help and make sure that people can learn comfortably. Now I want to share with you from the Dirishu notes where he says brings from the Truas Arash Shay Yusaira Mailas Lame Torah me Mailas Save Torah that the mile of Lame Day Torah is greater than the Save Torah itself. And you bring us to Gemara, Marcus Dafchov, Beis and Beis, a famous Gemara. So what are we doing? You see a Sefer Torah. You see, imagine right now we're learning and they open our own Kodesh. What are we all going to do? We're going to stand up, right? That's what we're going to do. So Gemara says like this: Kamatipshoi Shari Inshi. How foolish are these people? They came and made Sefer Torah. They stand for a Sefer Torah. Well, they came and made Gavra Rabba, but they don't stand for a great person. The per- we just said like this. What do we just say? We just said that the the Talmud Chacham, the one who's learning the Torah, is greater than the Sefer Torah. Therefore, one is permitted to sell the Sefer Torah in order to enable him to learn. That's what we just said. But yet, the Gemara Marcus tells us, it's not but yet, but it's, it's strengthening this point, that people don't have this, they don't have. When it comes to the Sefer Torah, oh, of course, you go kiss the Sefer Torah, and then, and then, they, go, then they go stand for the Sefer Torah. But they don't stand for the Gavra Rabbah, for the Mensch, the Talmud Chacham. 
says the Rosh, what's the purpose of acquiring the Svarim if not to learn from them? Berlacha learned earlier, a community that they don't have a base medrash, they can financially force each other to say, listen, we have to have a base medrash. You have to have a base medrash in your community. That's the, that's the oxygen of a yid. Because, fine, very nice, you have all this swarm in the world stored in boxes. What do you do with them? The point is to learn from them. It says further, there's also the Listen to this now. This is, we're about to say here, is so integral to, to Yiddishkeit, it's a mitzvah lefarsim. It's a mitzvah to publicize your battle to say you're over here. We know when it comes to giving staka, there's a halach. It's You can't give more than a fifth of your money when it comes to giving staka. Because the concern is possibly a person will give too much. He might he himself need staka one day. However, the Chafetz Chaim himself writes in the Sefer Avas Chesed Chelik Beis Perik Chaf Ois Dalit Shemikomokim Leinion Hachzokos Loim Dei Torah. Then, in regards to financially supporting those who learn, Muter Loodom Levaz Veizafilu Yosi Mechaimish Memoinoi. A person is permitted to give even more than a fifth of his money. Why? Because when a person gives money for supporting Torah, he gets a schar halimut. He get that's his schar tamut Torah. And the more, the more he he gives, the more money he gives, so the Torah can exist. That's the more schar he gets. So says the Chavetz Chaim, that din, is by shat stockers, other stockers. When it comes to Talmud Torah, it does not apply. You could give more Yosem Mechaimish. Then the Chavetz told us, you could also sell these Dvarim Shabbat Dusha to marry off orphans, Vafilu Yusayimais, and even Yusayimites, what's that? Va'afilu Yusayimites. What's what? Uh, the 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 boy, the chassan, yes, the kala, no. What's the chiddush? Why why are you saying afilu Yusayimites? So he says like this because we have to understand that we're coming from a halachic perspective over here. The Afal Gav says the Mishnah we're explaining why even Yusayimites. The Afal Gav the ain't a yishim and subal pure because even though an isha is not. Obligated to have children, she's not muchuiva pirivirivio mikomokim l'shavis yitzora shayir gam ke gam biyisho. But the mitzvah that the land should not be barren also applies to women as well. That's the understanding. Afilu yusaymis even women orphans that don't have this mitzvah. In other words, to help the man uh, fulfill his mitzvah, we're saying you're permitted to sell a sefer Torah. And also to help the lady in order to fulfill Lashavis Yisar that you don't keep the land barren. 
So too, of course, you can sell a Sevetera to have money to redeem a captive who is held in jail and, and they want ransom, they want money for, for this, for the person. Take a look later on, says the Mishnah so he says like this, he concludes this sif by telling us, we just finished learning that you're permitted to sell the the, the shul, the other varmishabek dush of the shul, and even the sefer tire as well. But we have to understand that's only bidiyavit. In other words, even if that's the only shul in town, you're still permitted to sell the shul in town and everything else inside to go and do these misses that we just said. However, however, <coughs> that's a bit of it. That's the last last resort because you should try to raise the funds a different way. Try, try to raise the money a different way. Okay, before we start Siv Zayin and give an introduction to the introduction, and we'll actually start from the Mishnah Rura before we see the Mechaber and Siv Zayin, I just want to remind the Oilam like this. <coughs> and every time we have a mitzvah opportunity, in fact, in fact, that Rizal famously told us that everything he acquired with his Amkus HaTorah, with his Amkus HaTorah, his depths of learning, his Soydos, the secrets of the Torah, which Rechaim Vital who gave us the, the lessons from Narizal, told us that we have a, just a drop in the bucket from Narizal. Just a drop in the bucket. It said over Narizal that what? That he did it, he required it because he did the mitzvah v'simcha. He did the mitzvah v'simcha. Now, what does that mean? It means that we took a lulav, he did the mitzvah of, of lulav v'simcha, he went in the sukkah and he went in the mitzvah sukkah v'lulav, inside the sukkah v'simcha. Every mitzvah he did it with such a simcha, an ava. This Sif Vav that we just spoke about is the same mitzvah. Same mitzvah from Nebish, the same from Akash Baruch Hu, which is what? It, it's really a fundraising discussion over here. And and the opportunity to give Tzedaka to Loim Di Taira, he did it with such simcha as well, that result. And we have to follow suit to make sure we do the same as well. That when we have the opportunity and someone says, ah, let's let's raise funds for learning Taira, we shouldn't feel like, oh no, he's asking me for a write a check again. Oh no, not again. Oh. The same simcha that, that Rizal is telling us we should have for all the mitzvahs includes especially the greatest mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Says the Mechaber in Siv Zayin as an introduction like this. If it comes to a scenario that one has to sell a shul, we're going to learn that the difference there's a difference between selling a shul in a kfar, a village, or selling a shul, a shul in a krach, a city. There's different status. And they're gonna, we're going to see a, uh, in Sifkan Chafei an explanation how do you define a village and how do you define a city. So we would think, okay, a, a, a village means like a little shtetl over there that nobody goes to. And a city, you know, is a Philadelphia, Manhattan, you know, big cities, right? Big places. Chicago. We're going to see it's not like that. It's not exactly like that. So let's see over here. First, we'll start with the Mishnah Rura because he gives a Hakdama. So it's the second to uh, short, narrow line before it gets wide. Hinei, b'mnei she'asif zayin, yesh be'kama pratim, it has a few details. 
Lachin Agdim Lazak Dama Ketzara Hu. I'm give a short Hakdama to this halacha. This is what we just mentioned in regards to selling a shul. That's what we're talking about a shul that in the, it's a kfar shul. The stomach, because if it's a shul that was built in the kfar, why did the, the little kfar? Why did they build it? They built it for for that little community. I'm sorry. A, 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 I can't hear you. What's a kfar? Like a village, like a small town, small town. And that's why you have the the people of that little kfar of that city of that small city, so they are permitted to decide we want to sell it. But yet, of course, make sure we learn previously the halachas that you can't lower the kedusha. You can't lower the kedusha of going down with the kedusha of these of these items. Fine. We also learn this is din that we've come across of shiva tuvihair. Shiva tuvihair means the seven askanim, the seven leaders of the city. And they have to agree to this selling as well. And we're going to see that these seven people, they didn't run for office. They were appointed. They were appointed for this position. So then, with the, with the shiva to be here, you can do with the money what you want. You can even use it for mundane things, as we'll see later on. However, continues the Chavetz Chaim here, the Mishra in the Hakdama. If it's a, a shul of a krach, of a city, talinon. Now these we're going to see what what this means. Talinon de beesa binyan benu agama daited kuliyama. So the understanding is the mindset is that when they built this shul, the stummiest is that what they built it with the mindset of everyone in the world, everyone. And therefore what dafidim nasnu kol moyus. And even if that that community, the community <coughs> members, they're the ones who donated the money for the building of the shul. Nonetheless, we have the understanding, the halachic understanding, that it was built for everyone. And even if the seven Askanim leaders of the city agree upon with the members of the city, to sell the shul, ein mechirosa mechira. It's not a halachic valid mechira. Doesn't work. And the reason is, is because we're going to see what happens if you have yosel out there in Arizona, who, who's going to come back to that shul and say, "What did the shul? I didn't want you to sell it. How could you have sold it?" Now you'll say, "One second. Yosel's no, not the one who built the shul. He didn't give the money to build it, but it was made." most probably with that mindset with the attitude for everybody there I just want to give a possible understanding and if you have a different understanding a different shot listen to the shurim somewhere else wherever you are please reach out to me I'd like to hear what you have to say what, what is this concept of a, of a shul of a krach and as we'll see more in Sivkat and Chafei so first of all in those days days in the, in the past, in the history, 
a shul was not just where you come to daven. Shul was also a place where they would eat and sleep. That they, they, they would right. That's we make some some shuls make kiddush Friday night. Who we make kiddush for? You go home and make your own, your own kiddush. Because they have their minig. Because just like they make kiddush in the shul Friday night, so so too because of the people who were in the shul. That's what it's all about. Now, if you're in a little town, generally speaking, you're not making that shul. You're making for the, the 10, 12 people of that town, right? It's it's not a a popular big community that people are passing by and they need to 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 pass by your city. But if you're in a community where People need to stop by your community and, and pass by and, and to daven there and to stay there. I have a cousin who, who, who travels for business. And it's like his second shul is where his business is, somewhere in the Midwest. That, that, that's, 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 his, that's his like second shul. And he tells him how much, how much he enjoys that community and the rub of the shul and how beautiful it is. And you know what? Uh, Bob Pransky is with us online. I'll tell him. And it's Cincinnati. <laughs> okay, that's what he tells me. That's what my cousin tells me. It's my cousin, you know. My cousin tells me this. How much he enjoys going there when he has to go there for business. He's going there for years already. Fine. Now, let's begin over here. The mechaber sif zayin. V'hod the base akinetsis nimkar. This that you can sell a shul. Hani mili shal kfarim she'ain bemanoshim in mekoyim esachim. That's talking about kfarim. <laughs> That they don't have people from other places. It was only made. It was only made for the people of that town. And even if other people helped build that shul, they could sell it. As we said in the introduction, that the money has to be used properly. With the proper halachic status of the level of kedusha, it can go down in kedusha. Okay, let's take a look before we see more in the mechaber. Let's take a look at sifkat and chafei, which clarifies and elaborates a lot of what we're discussing here. So, Reb Tzemach asked the question earlier: How do you define a kfar? What's a kfar? So, halakhically, kfar is generally, we're talking about like a village. Like you have in the first parak of, of, of Megillah, mm-hmm. right? That, that the kfarim, the, the villagers, would go to the bigger cities. If they didn't have people to know how to lane, they, they might didn't have a Megillah, who knows what. So he says here, in our context, a kfar, in a situation where you don't have a lot of people, the asim alma nikri kfar, you don't have a lot of people coming from other places. That's called a kfar. That's called a kfar. Even though it is common to have people coming in and out of there once in a while. Since they're not set in the city. But they come in and out. And there's no kvias. There's no temporary time periods. Right? Just in and out. It's not called a... Uh, that's, that's called a kfar. Mikri kfar. Amnam. If you have a situation where it's it's common to have a lot of people going and diving in a certain place, for example, people gather there with their merchandise, with their goods, and that's why perhaps maybe if you have cities near the near the water, 
when people come off the boat, and I'm talking more in the old days. Nowadays, you know, it's, it's not as common like that, because with transportation and everything like this, you, you could you could go uh, go anywhere, right? But perhaps that's what he's referring to. Mikri, so he says in those situations, afilu hiktana. So even if the city is a small city, but there's there are a lot of people that come there. Or let's say it's by definition the small city, but they have a a tamachacham, a tzaddik there that people need him, they need his Torah. Therefore, because of that person, a lot of people gathering there. That now has the halacha status of a krach. Then he says, most probably they build that shul with the mindset of everybody because they know it's a makam for everyone. It's a place for everyone. So, <clears throat> to give an example, we all know that the Chavetz lived in Raden. The Chavetz Chaim would say that if you look at the map, look at a map, it, it's a little tiny dot. I grew up in Highland Park, Highland Park, New Jersey. And certain maps doesn't exist. Because Edison's bigger, it overpowers, you know, right? So I'm not comparing Highland Park to Rad. I'm just, I'm just giving you like, so Rad and Chavetz Chaim said is that you, you, you wouldn't see it in the map, but in the real map, in Shemayim, it was massive. It was a massive town, a town of Makam Torah. So that, that's exactly the halachic definition of what we're discussing over here. It's not, it's not the necessarily the, the populace, how many people are living, you know, 500,000, 3 million. That's not what we're talking here. We're talking, are there people coming there for a specific reason? So generally speaking, the Kfar, the little village over there, people are not coming in because there's no specific purpose to go there. It's like my block. Unless you make a wrong turn down my block, you, you don't go there. It's, it's, it's not a cut-through street. You don't have to go down the block. So too over here, if, if you have a reason to go, imagine that, in, in, in you know a, a town with the chash of a rav, you want to go to ask some That's why they would they would uh, have a city for the whole shul for the whole world over there. Even the shul in the krach. If you know that it was only made for a few people in the city. For example, you have people who they made it. We call it for themselves. Doesn't mean you can't daven there. But it wasn't made with the mindset like like you have a certain you have a Landa shul in 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 Flatbush, you have Shiner's shul in Muncie, right? You, you know you're going to these communities, right? And in Lakewood you have all these all, other places like this as well. You need a minion. You're going. It's, there's always a minion there. There's always have a minion. It wasn't made with that mindset, even though it's a larger place. So too, if the Balbatim to get get together, and uh, you know, El Eizer Shel Eizer Rechayiv Raharachim Beisak Nesa Shabiyir, but also Beisak Nesa last one. So too, let's say you have, you have a community, you have a town, but it's spread out, it's spread out, and they make a small shul near where they live. Right? It's, it's very common to do these type of things. As I'm in Vineland. Right? And then. Uh, and they make it. They make it's. It's very common in many communities. They do like this. Make a shul where closer where the people live. It's too far away. The other ones. So that shul, even if it's in this a big, big community, 
that specific shul has a din of a kfar. So we have now we have a clear definition of what a kfar is, right? We have the clear halachic definition what the kfar is and halachic definition what the krach is. The shul of the kfar is the shul that's made specifically for the small group of who they are. The shul of the krach is the shul that is made with the mindset of anyone and everyone from wherever they come from. And therefore, it has different halachic status as to whether or not we can sell this the shul or not. The shul of the kfar. Okay, so if those group of people decide, okay, we want to sell the shul, okay, so they can sell it. They don't have to like think of bigger issues. Ah, but the shul of the krach, the shul of the krach, where, like we said earlier, you might have that person, the yid in Hong Kong, who is, when he comes back to Bala Kinwood, okay, on business, he's say, what, what, what happened to my shul? So your shul was, why is it your shul? Well, because it's a shul for everyone. Right? So, so that, that's what a krach is. The mistam rak al because for the small place they made it for the old mindset, the imloy, she see you, she see you, the people from the from the city from around, they helped assist in the building of financial, in the building of the, of the structure of the building. Now, a few ma'at, and even just to help a little, oz, ein lahem al Then, if other people help build that building, they cannot sell it unless they have the other people uh, their mind, their their opinion, their their permission. So what this does for us right now, it helps us appreciate who's in charge of a shul. See, people want to sell a shul. Well, 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 who owns the shul? Who has the rights to the shul? So there's a lot of halachic discussion about this topic here. Sifkot Chavav, the Mishmaru says Vafilu Banu. Even if the Ramah is still going on the road, the Mistam Achirim Nasnu Lahem Hamoy, so that other people gave them the money, Shiasu Haim, Bahem Mashiyirtsu, Kaven Shain Regilus Lovoisham. So it's possible you'll go you'll go out of town to a bigger city, ask people for financial assistance for building a shul. They'll say, okay, here's $50,000 to build a shul, here's $200,000 to build a shul. That doesn't mean they now also have bailus ownership in the shul. They wanted assist. They wanted a schus of the mitzvah. But not that they now have the rights to decide as to whether or not what you do with the shul. They gave you the check. Do what you want with it. Build your shul as nice as you want. Therefore, even though the people who gave the, the money afterwards to... To, to the shul, and they want to, they, let's say they're not in agreement of whether you sell it or not, nonetheless, they don't have permission, on, they don't have the rights to, to comment on it. Mutalim, you can still allow to sell it. Let's just see over here, two more sivkotins, chavzayin and chavches. Ve'enem rishoyim lohiridim idushasan. So he says, v'hainu kishemachru b'nei ir shlomidas panasehem. You're not allowed to go down in Kedusha. As we discussed earlier in, in Sif Dalit. Now, in Sif Dalit was a discussion. What happens if you just keep status quo? You're not going down. But if you said in Sif Dalit, because you're keeping status quo, if you're not going down, what else are you not doing? You're not going up. So that's why it's a Machlekes. If you're not going up of Mailim Kedusha, there are those that say it's Osir. Others will say, one second. Yes, I understand you're not going up in Kedusha, but at the same time, you're not going down to Kedusha. Okay. 
So that's that discussion. Sivkot and Chavches, Panaseim. So we said that that if the shoe was sold without the Parnasayim, which is the Shuvatuya ear, which are these seven people who are the, the ones in charge of making the decisions for the city, Mitzvah Shem will pick up from Sivkot Chavtes next year. Thank you for joining.